Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. What's going on, guys? It's your host, Will, coming back for a new episode of the Huntstand Podcast. And specifically, we got Field Note Fridays back, and they are powered by Matthews Archery. Matthews has been elevating the archery experience for many years now. I myself shooting the phase four 33 this year, so excited about that. We just did some awesome bow builds, which is going to be coming to y'all here soon. So we got some dope stuff, YouTube content that you don't miss out on. And if you haven't yet, you want to make sure that you're entered our total whitetail property makeover contest. Head to www.huntstand.com to see all the details for that. Within it, we've got over $10,000 in gear and prizes to help turn your hunting property into a whitetail haven. So don't miss out on that. Over these next six weeks, I wanted to bring y'all a series that is for all you archery nuts, whether you're a newbie, your seasoned vet, whoever you are, if you're a bow hunter or you just got into it, this series is for you. And specifically over the next six Fridays, we've got our good buddy Corbin Williams on here who owns Corbin's Archery Shop out in Texas. It's one of the top 25 Matthews dealers in the nation. And they've got their stuff dialed in. I have personally been in the shop. I've known Corbin for a while now. And if you haven't yet, give yourself the chance to go either out to Seminole, Texas or Lubbock, Texas and soon to be the DFW area to check out Corbin's locations. They've got their stuff dialed. He's got some awesome guys working in his shops, so you want to make sure you check them out. Well, we got Corbin on here to drop some golden nuggets for y'all. And specifically, we're going to be breaking down these next six weeks from getting everything level and center shot on your bow, paper tuning, cam timing, knock points, D loops, everything. We want to help you get dialed in and get ready for the season because the last thing we want is for you to bust out that bow the Friday night before opening day and realize that there are a ton of things wrong with your bow. So if you haven't already, you need to be dusting off that case right now, getting it out and getting it ready for the season because Corbin's going to be bringing y'all a lot of knowledge over these next six Fridays that you don't want to miss out on. I myself, I have worked in archery shops, managed a shop myself, and every time I get Corbin on here, I always learn something new from him. So there's many different ways to set up a bow. Like I always like to say, there are different ways to cook a pot of chili, and it's the same way when setting up a bow. There are different ways to do it. So if Corbin says something on here that makes you cringe a little bit or you just don't like it, that's okay. There's different ways to do it, and you might learn something from it. So from these next six weeks, I hope that you're able to take something from this, apply it to you and your bow hunting situation, and move forward into the fall and be successful. Get that big buck, bull, whatever you're hunting down and have an overall great fall. If you haven't yet, y'all, make sure you got the HuntStand app downloaded. We got the free version. We got Pro and Pro Whitetail. Unlock all the tools of HuntStand today. 
And I just want to say thank you to all the listeners and subscribers and the people who've downloaded the podcast. The support that we've seen over the past year and a half from y'all has been amazing. Y'all have helped this podcast be successful. So I just want to say thank you. And if you're new to the podcast, make sure whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, whatever platform you're listening on, make sure rate, review, subscribe, leave comments for us. If you got ideas for podcasts, I want to know. So I just want to thank y'all for tuning in to the Hunt Stand Podcast. I'm going to quit blabbering and let's get to it with Corbin Williams. Thank you. It's, I'm glad to be back with you. Yeah, dude. It's good to get you back. I always like talking archery with you and bow tuning and everything. And I've actually picked up uh, quite a bit from you over the past couple of years on some of the content y'all push out. And so, you know, we're going to be breaking this down into six weeks worth of Field Note Friday's podcast, talking bow tuning. But before we get to that, I know you've been on the podcast before, but kind of give us that quick 30,000 foot view. I call it the 30 foot tree stand view of who you are, man. <laughs> um, just kind of us. Um well, we have an archery shop out in Seminole, Texas. Been doing this since 2006. Started with a bowstring company and sold that company out and got into bows. Uh, started tuning bows. And then uh, we started a shop. Um, and now we're probably one of the largest, I don't know, probably top 10 shops in the country in terms of size. Um, um, do a lot of tuning, though. A lot of bow tuning. <laughs> Dude, yes, that's a big part of it. And you're expanding, too. Tell yep. us about that. We are expanding. Um, we plan to be in the DFW area probably within the next 12 months. I have a uh, partner that's going to join us on that one. Um, we're in Lubbock right now. We're actually about to build. Amy and I close on land. This is kind of funny. We close on land later today uh, in Lubbock. So um, to make a bigger shop right now, we started real cheap. And so we're, we're make sure it works. So now we're building an indoor range. It's got 30 yards, 100 yard outdoor range. It's lit and covered. Uh, in Lubbock, oh, and so similar thing that we're going to be doing in in the DFW area. Dude, can you please start one in Central Texas? <laughs> I know you've been. No, asked. man. I, think... <laughs> I know you've been. Do asked. what? I know you've been asked, man. I, I need one down here. I want one down here. We get asked all the time. I just think that, like, man, it's hard. I, I really love what we do, but I'm a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, GK and even, even Barnwell, everybody knows Barnwell and GK, but and oh, yeah. they can post a picture. Like if I'm not there and if there's something I don't like on a bow that a uh, tune wise, even though they're both perfectionist that I personally don't like, I choose not to do something a certain way. I can see it in a picture. So I told Amy, like the hard thing will be even a DFW area. I'll probably be there, you know, once or twice a week, but seeing someone do something that's a little bit different than i do it. it it like makes me feel like i have creepy crawlies on me so central texas would be a tough one you know a whole nother spot to get to yeah for sure dude well man let's get in to this series you know we're going to be talking bow tuning and season prep you know it's it's that time of year everybody's you know we're past turkey we're kind of in that summer lull and everybody's been shooting their bows and just really getting ready for the fall you know those guys going out west chasing elk mule deer, mm -hmm. early season whitetail. So let's talk to everybody, man. And I kind of want to break this down into six different segments, which is this is going to be six weeks, six Fridays of Field Note Fridays. And so I think probably one of the first things we should talk about is how you have to build that base with your bow. And that starts with getting your bow set to zero, center shot, everything leveled. So kind of 
walk us through, you know, that guy that he's got his bow right now, just busted it out of the case, hasn't been touched since deer season. So what's that? That's that first thing he needs to be talking about, man. Yeah. And the first thing we're going to talk about is like that, just getting everything center shotted. And even though it's been sitting in a case for a while and you may have been dialed in when you put your bow back up, like a lot of my Texas guys, you know, they hunt a little bit. They they hunt through October and then rifle season starts. They're slapping stuff in December. Some bow hunt the whole time. Mm-hmm. But then, then they put their bow up. You know, we have baseball season. Kids are doing stuff. We don't have as much time. And they pull their bow out, you know, July, um, about to go to Utah and, you know, some type of like August mule deer hunt and they think their bow is going to still be perfect. Um, and a lot of times they can be, you know, Matthews hold tune really well, but the best thing to do is take it out, get it back in a vice um, and get the bow centered and level. And probably that the leveling side of that, like having a really good vice or going to a really good pro shop that knows what they're doing, get everything level again recheck everything let's make sure there's not any stretch in our strings how old were your strings when you put it back in the case uh, that that's you know we talked about like having your bow set to zero being one of the most important things but i would say like we've talked about before the string check the string out when we get it out of the case before you even level anything if there's any type of fraying or whatever you know i can say it because i run a bow shop but like i tell people just put a new string set on it um yep. you have a bows i don't know what bows are costing now but i mean if you bought everything brand new right now you may be almost three grand we know the case and arrows Mm -hmm. if you started from scratch and so even on my strings if i see fraying on them (laughs) i I, and people think i get them for free but i just call up tim or i i call up eric at gas either one and i have them send me both string like hey charge me i'm putting a new string on and then then i'm going to go to leveling out and zeroing my bow um, making sure that my sight is level my arrow rest is level everything is perfect i mean um, that you don't have too much knock pinch on in between your D loop and your, um, your knock, which I have a video that we just posted on that on our Instagram. It made a lot of people mad, but, um, just running a D loop and checking that your knocking point, your knock, when you can move it at an angle, which y'all can't see me, but if you take your fingers and hold them horizontal and run it, um, run it vertical and then back vertical with your knock against the string, if it's too tight, you can tell you'll have no movement because mm-hmm. that string comes back at an angle. And that's important because if not, you're not going to be that zero that we're talking about. Getting zeroed, center shot, everything completely level. Now, I want you to answer, what is center shot? Because I feel like there's a lot of people that have gotten into archery over the past (laughs) couple of years, right? You and I know what it is, but kind of talk to that newbie. Like When they hear center shot, what is that? Basically, I'm going to just kind of dumb it down just for my mind too. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I like my arrow to being the dead center of the riser in the center of the string. Sometimes you can measure that kind of being from your axle to axle and the arrow is going to be, depending on the bow make and model, that arrow is going to be in the center of the bow. It's going to be left and right center and it's going to be uh, vertically center on your string in the center of the riser, mm-hmm. which, you know, I shoot a phase four and I get messages all the time, like trying to get super technical on it. Like, Hey, what's this measurement? And you know, you can get a measurement from the manufacturer. And I'm going to tell you for all our Matthews guys out there. Um, I shoot a phase four 33. I love it. The first place I start, if you don't have that measurement is I'm going to take my D loop and my knock and my arrow and my rest, and everything's going to go dead center through the burger hole, which yep. the burger hole is basically going to be the hole that you can see on the inside of your riser that you're if you're not running an integrated rest there's a hole that uh, 
the rest the rest bolts used to uh, mount into. Now everybody's integrated and there's so few of those being used. But that's what I start with. But there are specific measurements recommended from the manufacturers, you know, whether it be three sixteenths or whatever it is, um, of exactly where you're going to be off of your riser. But for to dumb it down the simplest way possible, keep everything, and that's for every brand. Expect the newer bows with a, a wider riser. I go center shotted um, through the exact center of the bow from the string, my, and I'm going to get it level through the burger hole to the D loop. And I'm going to put a level on my bow, my bow's level, and then my arrow's level going through that. And then your left and right center shot, um, you can get a Hamski. A Hamski has a little level on there. And, uh, you know, I don't want to offend any other sponsors, but they have one that, like, you can set up exactly for your where your center shot's going to be, where it'll take it left and right and height exactly off the center of the riser. Um, and it, it lines up really, really nicely. Um, but you can, you can eyeball it to start because I know we're going to get into a few other things here in a little bit. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, and I, I, I think uh, all the things that you've talked on, it's that's I, I preach that to everybody as well. It's like you've got to have that good base. You got to start zero. Uh -huh. You got to get every centered. Everything's centered. So I mean, that's that's super key and the most important part. And before we move on to the next segment, I mean, kind of any other thoughts in your mind that you know, step one, just in terms of like you know, you've talked strings, you've talked center shot, level, everything. Anything we may have missed on that before we move on. Um, you know, I think it's knowing, you know, you got a good D loop on it. Um, all of that, um, making sure everything's level, man, I, I think that's pretty much it to start. If your strings are good and everything else, like make sure everything's dead center level because we go into arrows later, we go into the tune later, but all of it, if you're, it's based on how far out of center you have to get your bow to tune later. So make sure you're just dead center stationary. You know, like where the bow's not moving, it's not drawn back, um, yep. that, but the, everything is dead level. Yep. Yeah. Super important. All right, y'all. There you go. Hopefully, you'll be able to take a little bit on the center shot leveling concept from Corbin. Apply it to your bow and get that thing doped in. This is the most important and most crucial part to getting that bow set up. Whether you're doing it yourself or you have it in a shop, this is something that you can have in the back of your mind. And you want to have that base set. Get yourself to zero before you move forward. So this is the first segment of our bow tuning series, bow prep series, whatever you want to call it, Field Note Fridays, powered by Matthews Archery. And we'll see you for part two next week. You'd think with four of us spread out on a tiny island that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But as I've learned, no matter where I've been, Whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at Ooh. that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.